I was kind of uh, kind of expecting another football question straight away, given where we are in the World Cup. Uh, yeah, actually, it's an interesting situation, isn't it? England have scored six, Spain have scored seven, Germany faltering, Brazil playing tonight, big pressure on them now, I should think. But this is a really good question. Back to, it's a constitutional question, back to the UK and the constitutional question. <laughs> should the Supreme Court, the UK Supreme Court, have denied Scotland another independence referendum? Well, they did, didn't they? They did deny them. They said that the Scottish government didn't have the power to do this independently. They couldn't call a referendum without the UK government approval. I suppose it's a result that's not that surprising, really. It was a unanimous decision. Uh, and Sunak, PM and Starmer now, they'll, they'll, do, they'll avoid anything they can, any talk of, um, of Scottish independence whatsoever between now and the next general election. So that this legal route now, so this has failed, so Nicola Sturgeon... She's saying that there must be another way now. There must be another way for Scottish people to have their say. And uh, she probably, obviously she disappointed with the result, but probably knew that it was coming. So the tactics of the SNP, the Scottish National Party now, they're going to use the next general election as a de facto referendum. So she she proposed 19th of October next year, 2023 to have another a referendum on, on Scottish independence. And this is, a, this is the whole point of the Scottish National Party, isn't it? You know, the, the whole purpose is an independent Scotland. Um, although, obviously, when people vote for parties in UK elections, uh, even though it's, uh, their, their whole purpose is independence, you know, they may vote in other ways. Um, it's not entirely clear-cut that they're always voting for this single issue. So the last... This is really interesting to me, because the last uh, referendum was in 2014... And that was close-ish, the result. So 44.7 said yes to independence and 55.3 said no. It's interesting now that now we've had this decision for the UK Supreme Court, the line of Sturgeon and the SNPs, now that it's, it's not, they're not creating an independence movement now, it's a democratic movement. They're now saying that, that the UK, well, the, the union is not a voluntary partnership. And that the UK government is now being anti-democratic, which I think is an interesting... Obviously, they're changing the, the, the terms now and the terms of reference and framing the question and the issue in a slightly different way. Now, Scotland... See, Scotland is now as a devolved, devolved government since 97. It can, do, it can do a lot of things. It can do everything, you know, the nor a lot of things. So health, education, all those sorts of things. Apart from it, had, the UK government has some reserved powers. So these cover defence, uh, foreign policy, uh, immigration, uh, trade and the constitution. So you could, some might argue, well, that's a lot. That's a lot of responsibility. And the Scottish, obviously there's a Scottish uh, parliament and uh, MPs are, both Scottish MP, MSPs are voted in to look after Scotland's affairs. And obviously uh, MPs sit from Scotland sit in the UK government as well. So it is, it is quite complicated. But what's really fascinating to me are the massive changes that have taken place, um, certainly in UK elections in Scotland. So 2001, this is the sort of setup for the, uh, the Scottish uh, for number of MPs from Scotland. So Labour had 56 seats in Scotland. Liberal Democrats had 10. SNP had five. And the Conservatives had won. So that was in 2001. 2019, last UK election, 
SNP won 48 seats, Conservatives six, Liberal Democrats four, and Labour just one. 56 then down to one. An incredible transformation. Though even then, although it was obviously an incredible result for the SNP, they get they gained 45% of the votes, so still not 50% of the vote, the total vote, voting for the, for the SNP MPs. Of course, Brexit... In 2016, the Brexit referendum really sort of accelerated things, changed things even more. So Scotland, well, the UK voted 52-48, as everyone knows, very famously. Scotland, 62-38 in favour of Remain. So UK voted obviously to leave, Scotland very much Remain. And all council areas in Scotland backed Remain. Now, the SNP accuses, obviously, the UK government of not acting in Scotland's interest. And I think since 2016, it's, it, that position has really hardened. And as I say, saying that the UK is no longer a voluntary partnership of equal partners. The problem really here is about this issue of settled will in terms of independence. Lots of, um, lots of opinion polls out there, some saying there's a majority now voting uh, who support a referendum. Some saying there's a majority that support independence, irrespective of a referendum. I think it's, it is very difficult to know what this settled will is. Uh, I suppose from the SNP's perspective, if you can't campaign for, for, for an idea, you can't determine what the settled will is. And that's the sort of constitutional conundrum here. How do you decide at what point there is a settled will, either to, uh, well, to allow uh, the governments to agree there should be a referendum? Because obviously the SNP would like to do it when they they think there's a good chance of winning. So the SNP will use, they will use the next general election as a de facto referendum. And then, ironically, they will then apply to join the EU. So they'll go from one union, leave one union and then join the other. Obviously, that's quite risky. Because as I said before, people do vote for all sorts of reasons in a general election. But I think they're going to make a single issue general election campaign. They want to win as many seats as possible. I suppose, crucially, they want to get more than 50% of the, of the vote voting for the SNP. And then they will may claim, well, that is the settled will. That is enough for a referendum. So should the UK Supreme Court have denied Scotland another independence referendum? Maybe. Legally. I mean, experts now say the legal argument is settled. But politically? Morally? That's certainly not settled. Certainly not settled at all. So... Good question. It seems to me that with Scottish independence, the, the momentum is there. Could happen in my lifetime. But I think that requires a cr- agreement between governments to even have the referendum in the first place. So that isn't happening anytime soon. But let's see.